let's continue on with the rest of Scott's top 24 outfielders up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FPT in 5 on Saturday, December 2nd. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And we left off on Thursday with the top 12 outfielders. Today we're going to talk about 13 through 24. And the first group includes Adolis Garcia, Michael Harris, Randy Arozarena, Kyle Schwarber, Christian Yelich, and Nolan Jones. Uh, some, you know, we spoke about on the full length podcast, Scott, Adolis Garcia, kind of a hard player to rank, not running as much as he used to. And then I guess differently from that is Michael Harris and Randy Arozarena probably going to provide you 2020. Um, so different skill sets here up top 13 through uh, 15 in your rankings. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because I don't love these players for the most part in, in this stretch of the rankings. And yet I acknowledge, like, given given how bad outfield becomes after this, you, you, you kind of have to make yourself love them, you know? You kind of have to see the glass half full for them. So Adolis Garcia... Uh, He's basically stopped being a base dealer. And and yet he has uh kind of solidified his place as a as an elite power hitter. The exit velocities have remained high. His plate discipline has improved a little bit. And uh, and, and being in the Rangers lineup does him a lot of favors because the run and RBI totals are gonna be great. I would prefer the batting average be of some help, especially since he's not a big base stealer. And and so I wouldn't say I'm enthusiastic about drafting Adolis Garcia here, but I acknowledge it's probably where he needs to go. Uh, similarly, you got Randy Arosa. Rain actually took a step back in stolen bases while the rest of the league took a step forward, and he's not that efficient on the base paths, had a horrible second half. There are a lot of reasons not to like him. Schwarber, Corsa, you can't you can't count on him batting even 200. He's going to give you 45 home runs, but uh, batting average is a category that needs to be filled early in roto leagues, and um, he is a huge detriment as far as that goes. You have to you have to really have uh, feel great about where you are in batting average with your first th- uh, four or five picks for to to be the one who takes Schwarber here. Um, but this is probably where he needs to rank, just in terms of overall output. Christian Yelich has the back issues, not a big power hitter anymore. He did take advantage of the stolen base environment in a way Randy Rosarena didn't, and so that helps salvage Yelich's fantasy appeal, I think. But it's not like he's uh, a player who's going to contribute for you across the board. And even Michael Harris, I'm kind of backtracking here. I have Harris 14th. Even Michael Harris. I'd love Michael Harris. I think he'd be a cinch top 12 outfielder, except... He bats ninth for the Braves, and that kills his run in RBI production. And moreover, I don't think it's going to change. Whenever, whenever they try Michael Harris anywhere other than the ninth spot, he, the like he doesn't. It, it doesn't seem to go well. It doesn't seem to go well, and so um, it makes them reluctant to try it again. And their lineup is so deep that he kind of works in the ninth spot, giving giving a a. a, a uh, uh, somebody who can be on base ahead of Ronald Acuna batting leadoff. Like, it, it, he, it kind of feels like he's stuck there. So that's why even he's discounted a bit for as, as much as I like the profile. We got to go all the way to number 18 here, Nolan Jones, to find an outfielder who I'm excited to draft again. And um, there's a lot to like about Nolan Jones, who who managed to put together a 2020 season, even though... 
Um, even though he wasn't a regular part of the lineup till like mid-season, played in only 106 games. 2020 season, high batting average, playing half his games in Colorado, strikes out a lot, but the exit velocities are incredible. And he gets that advantage of the of the uh, thin air environment of Coors Field, which helps to boost Babbitt. But I, I, think, I think Nolan Jones is the real deal. And I might pass up a lot of these outfielders I rank ahead of him, like just wait them out and then be the one who takes Nolan Jones. All right, number 19 through 24, we see Josh Lowe, followed by Jazz Chisholm, Brian Reynolds, Spencer Steer, Seiya Suzuki, and George Springer. The two names up at the top here, Scott, Josh Lowe and Jazz Chisholm. I think we have loads of power and speed potential for both of them, but we might have playing time risk for different reasons. Josh Lowe, Mm -hmm. is he going to play against left-handed pitching? We know that this is kind of a thing that the Tampa Bay Rays like to do. And Jazz Chisholm, he's just had trouble staying on the field because of injuries. Yeah, I would say Josh Lowe is another outfielder I'm really excited to draft. So Nolan Jones and Josh Lowe, if I can get one of them as my number two outfielder, that's probably going to happen in a lot of drafts this year. Uh, Lowe managed 20 homers, 32 steals, despite not playing against left-handers much. So imagine if he starts playing against left-handers, which... You know, the Rays potentially talking about moving Randy Arozarena. Um, they're going to need, they're going to be, need to find somebody in their lineup that they can kind of build around. And Josh Lowe seems like he could be that guy, seems like he could up his his playing time substantially. And I really like the skill set for him. The rest is pretty flawed. I mean, I'm fine with Ch- Chisholm, Reynolds, Steer. Say a Suzuki and George Springer. I'm fine with them as starters, but like it does feel like there's a limit to their upside. Chisholm less so because of skills and more because of that substantial injury risk. Um, Say a Suzuki took a big step forward in the second half, especially like August to September. He big, he performed like a stud, and um, that was the hope for him all along. And I'm, I'm hoping just he finally achieved a comfort level in the majors that that can carry over to next year. But it's a big assumption for a guy who ranks as high as he does. Uh, again, that's that's you kind of have to see the glass half full in this range of the outfield because everybody's vulnerable. As you'll hear very often this offseason, outfield, it's tough, man, especially if you play in a five outfielder league. I mean, lots of names that you need to draft and, and not lots of names that we uh, have much confidence in heading into 2024. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye.